You're listening to the Corporate Quitter Podcast, where it's all about exploring possibilities for making an honest living outside of the traditional nine to five. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Corporate Quitter. My name is Gabby Ionello. I'm your host. And today's guest I'm extremely excited about because I have grown to become a super fan of hers. Her name is Delissa Hawking. She's a fifth-generation psychic medium and the CEO of Spirit and Spark. She's made matters of the heart, living authentically, and teaching people how to elevate their journey, her core mission. She's trained with industry superstars such as Tony Robbins, Dr. Brian Weiss, Dr. Bruce Lipton, and Dr. Raymond Moody. And she's also had the privilege of working on cold cases pertaining to missing persons and mysterious deaths, providing loved ones with information and closure. And before we welcome her on, I also want to share that she has this group called the Spark Plug. And I've been in it a month and it is so freaking awesome. I get so much from it. So for anyone who's listening, who wants to get involved, highly recommend that she'll get more explanation. But Delisa, thanks so much for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have this conversation today. For the listeners, I've been, again, part of this Park Pub group and that's been really, really great. But also Delisa is really awesome with just like showing kind of her story and she's really authentic and Yeah. So I want to get into this. I know your story a bit, but can you kind of share with the listeners how you got into this? Like, I know you got your gifts from your grandmother. I know you worked as an executive in the casino industry. So how did you go from like that life to now basically being a person who helps people live authentically and share with them all these, you know, special gifts that you have? Yeah. I mean, I definitely didn't wake up thinking as a little kid, oh, I'm going to be a psychic medium when I grow up. (laughs) That was never in my life plans, but I believe wholeheartedly in divine timing and how life unfolds. And so I trust the process. I went to school at UNLV. So that's where I went to college in Las Vegas, got a degree in corporate communications with an emphasis in public relations. So I love storytelling. I love branding and marketing and it's my jam. And I worked in the casino industry in Las Vegas for oh my God, I don't know, 10, 15 years, something like that. And I worked my way up from being a lifeguard at the Mirage to becoming uh, the original director of sustainability and community relations for the Cosmopolitan, which is like an amazing hotel casino on the Strip. It's gorgeous. And I loved my job. I I felt like I'd actually kind of landed my dream job by having that role at the Cosmopolitan. But something really interesting started to happen. I was there in my office and I started to feel the building shake. I could literally feel the energy around me and beneath me start moving and swaying. But like nobody else, like my coworkers had no idea what I was talking about. And so I started to seek out a Reiki master, somebody who was doing energy sessions and talking about meditation and Her name was Brenda Calvin. She unexpectedly passed away less than a year ago, but she was, I would call her like my original spiritual mentor outside of my grandmother. I went to her and I found her at a local spiritual center. And she said, oh, I know what's happening. You're feeling the energy of the earth underneath you. And we started to put two and two together and determined that the parking garage underneath the casino, which was one of the largest man-made Hole in the state of Nevada at the time, they hadn't really blessed the land how the land wanted to be, you know, received or, or taken in. So I was feeling the energetic repercussions of this hole in the ground. 
I mean, it just led me down one strange, interesting, curious pathway. So that's where it started. So I, I was in my office. I had now understood what was happening. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is not where I'm supposed to be. And I quit. I gave a month notice and this was my dream job. And I said, this isn't it. I am feeling something underneath me in this building. I'm not supposed to be here. I didn't quite go into all those details when I quit. And I said, I'm just going to go see where life takes me. So I actually quit my job without a job. And this was in 2013. And I went and I traveled and I opened myself up for whatever the universe had for me. And a friend of mine got me into contact with the University of Chicago. I ended up interviewing for an alumni relations job. It was not the right fit, but it ended up getting me a job at Texas Christian University in Fort Worth near Dallas, where I did alumni relations for their business school. And I traveled all over the country, had a great job. And I'm getting to the point in the story where things really get crazy. So I go to Texas. And I lived there for three years. And this is the first time I was ever away from family. And I started a brand new life. And my grandmother, who I get my psychic mediumship abilities from, she was getting closer to passing away. She was very sick. She ended up passing. But during that time in Texas, it was as if she was transferring her gifts to me. So I ended up going on a trip to New York. And it was at a retreat center called the Omega Institute, flew up last minute. And it was a workshop on synchronicity, which is the study or the belief that everything happens for a reason, that there are no mistakes. And I go up there and it was led by Dr. Eben Alexander, who's a neurosurgeon, wrote a best-selling book about his own near-death experience. I go up there. And of course, all of these synchronicities happen. It was this amazing, wonderful trip. And I knew it was where I was supposed to be. The last night of the trip, a friend of mine who actually worked with me, he was a consultant at the Cosmopolitan. He just so happened to have a home, a second home in the forest next to the Omega Institute, which is like 100 miles north of LaGuardia. So the fact that he had this like second home in the middle of the woods was already like ironic, right? So he says, just come stay with me. Just come stay with me. You can stay with me the first night of your trip. I know you'll be on campus for the actual workshop, but then just come back at the end. It's like, all right, cool. So I'm paraphrasing the trip because it's, it's a long story. But in essence, what ends up happening is the last night of the trip, uh, I go back to Peter's house. I'm staying there. We're watching uh, the Saved by the Bell, the unauthorized movie. We're eating dinner, like just kind of kicking back, minding our own business. I know it's the last night of my trip, so I'm just relaxing. I know I have to fly back to Texas the next morning. And his phone rings. He gets a phone call that his beloved aunt had fallen down a flight of stairs and died unexpectedly. Wow. Oh, and I get chills even as I tell the story. I give Peter my condolences. You know, I don't know his family, never met any of his family, never saw any pictures of, of his aunt or anything like that. And so Peter goes upstairs and I go off to the guest bedroom and I go to bed. I don't really think much more of it, but I did just get done meditating for the last few days. I'm in a very peaceful wooded area, lots of birds and crickets and all that. Go to sleep. Well, wouldn't you know, Peter's aunt came to me while I was sleeping. The woman who just passed away 
I could see her. I could see her hair. I could see her essence, her energy. And she said, hey, I need you to do me a favor. And this was all done um, through telepathy. So I could sense her energy. I could sense her message. And she said, I need you to tell my nephew. I made it to the other side. I'm okay. I thought, oh, my God. So I wake up the next morning, and I start to recall what just happened. And I, I could hear Peter in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, fine. So I go in the kitchen you know, and immediately have flashbacks of me sitting with my grandmother as a child and an adolescent. And she's telling me stories of this happening to her, like what spirit came to her the night before and what messages they had. So I start thinking about my grandmother. And I go in the kitchen. I said, listen, Peter, your aunt came through. This is what happened. She wants you to know she's okay. She made it to the other side. And he turns to me and he says, really? Okay. Well, then what did she look like? And looking back now, hindsight, you know, I'm like, oh God, he was testing me, but I I could see her. And so I said, you know, her hair felt just like this. This is the color. This is what she felt like. And I described her and he goes, yeah, that's her. And I thought, oh my God. So I said, okay, well, I gotta go. I gotta catch my flight back (laughs) to Texas. And so I ended up flying back to Texas with this newfound sense of, oh my God, I'm now communicating with spirit because it totally caught me off guard. I was not expecting it at all. And so I went back to Texas and I started testing it. I would ask somebody for permission and I'd say, hey, can I tune into your energy? Can I just see what comes forward? And I would go into meditation with a piece of paper and a pen with their name at the top of it. And I would start seeing things, hearing things, feeling things. I'd write everything down. Then I'd get on the phone with that person. I'd say, please don't tell me anything about what's going on in your life right now. Let me just tell you what came through. And can you just give me some feedback? And so I would do that. And I did that with several people. And they were shocked. They had no idea how I knew that information. So I knew I was on the right track. So I look back at that time. I understand now that it was magical. This was about six years ago that that was a huge destiny turning point in my life where I thought I was going to keep working at the university that I was working at. I had started a a completely different company called Love Frog Kisser. I was a matchmaker and I planned singles events in different states. I, I thought, you know, I'll just continue with this tour directory. I'll enjoy life in Texas. And after that trip to New York, I knew that everything had changed. Things started unfolding. I ended up dissolving Love Frog Kisser. I quit my job and decided to move back to Las Vegas where I had family because it was undeniable. I was meant to be a psychic medium. I was following the breadcrumbs that the universe was laying out for me. And so now that I'm back in Las Vegas, I could be near family in case it failed miserably. And so I had a safety net, you know, a roof over my head if I needed it. I I could have a support system there. So I ended up moving back to Las Vegas to start my company as a psychic medium. And so that's how it all started. I know it's long-winded, but it's such an interesting, intriguing story because there are people inevitably that are listening to your podcast and thinking to themselves, maybe I haven't had an experience quite like that, but they have felt things where they felt intuitively or like a a gut instinct or a thought that has popped into their head where maybe they felt like they're not exactly doing what they know they're supposed to do, or maybe they haven't taken the risk or gone after the dream that they know they want to do. And maybe by hearing my story, they'll feel that nudge a little stronger to do what it is that they feel called to do in their life. So I hope that it gives them a little bit of inspiration to do that. 
Yeah, definitely. And I think the great part about you explaining how you were bouncing all over the place is also a relief to some people because you're told like, this is what you go to school for. You need to stick within those parameters, within that job that pertains to your degree. Whereas in reality, you can really just live your life. You basically get pulled in different directions based on what you're called to versus being stuck somewhere. And I think also it's really cool that you were able to find something that not only resonates from like the perspective of helping people and like love, but also something that now you've created this wonderful, super helpful, thriving virtual company as a result of it too. Like it's possible for everyone, maybe not the same exact business you have, but you know, something of the same effect where they can take passion and purpose and put it into something that's profitable. Absolutely. And I think another key takeaway that would be helpful is that everything that I did in my professional career, I can look back on it now and go, oh my gosh, even though it didn't look like it all connected together, I inevitably learned things at each job that was helpful to where I'm at now. My belief is that nothing is wasted. If people can kind of look at what they've been through, the different people, the different conversations, tools and techniques that they've learned, they can package it all together and different pieces are going to be helpful for what they end up doing. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think for some people, it's really hard when you're in the moment, when you're in the weeds to really look at it from that perspective. Yeah, when you definitely look back, you're like, oh, that makes complete sense. For sure, absolutely. So for people who are listening, do you have any suggestions in the way of maybe developing your own intuitive abilities, even if it's not in the way of like maybe speaking with spirits or like doing anything that's in that direction, but just like kind of how you had that nudging feeling of like, I'm not supposed to be here. I need to move forward and do something else. Like how can people kind of tap into that and know that it's right and correct for them versus being told to do X, Y, and Z and them rationally think in their brain, they need to do that. Yeah. Meditation is a low hanging fruit. Everyone alive today on earth should be meditating. It's that critical and important because we're at an interesting juncture with the energy in the United States and that around the world where there's just a lot of volatility, a lot of anger, you know, people having to come to terms with what they want and going after their own happiness. So a lot of people are are hitting a breaking point within their own lives. And even if you've already hit yours or you're healing from yours, or you're navigating through that terrain, people are all going through it. It's slightly different timing, but this year and the next couple of years are going to be really crucial and critical for the evolution of the energy on earth. But meditation is incredibly important so that you can understand what it is that you want and what your intuition is trying to tell you because there's so much noise out there. So obviously limiting you know, how much news you take in or how much, you know, low vibration social media you're taking in. For meditation, I really like the Calm app or Insight Timer. I also like the website sacredacoustics.com. Those are all where I typically go to get my meditations. Folks can also go on YouTube and just type in guided meditation for blank, whatever they're going through. So stress or a need for sleep, positivity, self-worth. But guided meditations is my preferable style because you can listen to someone's voice and go on that journey with them. It's a lot easier to do a guided meditation versus just closing your eyes, setting a timer and breathing, especially if you're just starting out because your brain will tend to 
want to think about the things you didn't do today or the things you've got to do tomorrow. So guided meditation keeps you on course a little bit more easily. The Calm app, there is a fee to do that app, but there is a really great program. If you look up Jeff Warren is his name in the Calm app, and he's got a meditation series for beginners. And it's fantastic. I'd highly recommend that. But basically, the messages will come in for you, your own intuitive hits and nudges. The clearer you are as a vehicle, your body, in my opinion, is just your costume for this lifetime. It's just what you put on to navigate through this in a human body in a physical form. But the clearer your energy is, the more often you will understand what it is you need to do and how to get there. Um, so things like drinking more water, eating you know, fresh fruits and vegetables, walking out in nature, getting enough sleep, alcohol or drug use will prohibit information from coming forward at times. So just treating your body as a vessel that can be like an antenna to the universe. So the clearer your signal is, then the more information you'll get and you'll be able to navigate through life with a little bit more ease and grace. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I haven't drank in about 60 days. And I also decided to get off the pill specifically for the reason of detoxing and like getting more in tune with like the divine feminine, if you will. And I found that I have had more, if you call it divine downloads, intuition hits, like more clarity in the past couple of months than I probably have for my whole adult life, just with that alone. Yes. Amen to that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not easy, but the meditation, like that form of self-care is so important. And that's, I think, why a lot of people are also running by the millions out of corporate life in this nine to five chain to your desk mentality is because (laughs) not only is it like soul crushing, but also... It's hard to practice self-care when you're in an environment like that or you have to do things that aren't impacting or helping others or encouraging you to not sleep, you know, all these different things. So I think you kind of hit the nail on the head of you need to put yourself first and you need to treat your body like a temple and a vessel of like divinity, if you will. Yeah, most definitely. So other than the meditation and staying away from things that are really heavy energetically, both in the way of social media just taking in news and also like the way you take care of your body. Do you have any other self-care type of practices or suggestions for the listeners that can help them both personally and maybe in their business? Yeah. I mean, I love journaling and I know people talk about journaling a lot, but focusing on what you're grateful for each day. When you focus in on the attitude of gratitude, which sounds a little bit cliche, you actually expand your energy, which brings and attracts into your life more things to be grateful for. And because what you focus on, you get more of. Yeah. And so if you can make that the practice in the morning or in the evening, you absolutely should do that because you'll just start becoming a manifesting magnet for all good things. Your thoughts become things. So whatever you're thinking about, that's what your life is going to be. So that inner dialogue is just absolutely critical. I love taking Epsom salt baths. Yes, they're relaxing, but Salt baths help to clear your energy too, to keep that antenna as clear as you possibly can get it. You can also buy selenite, S-E-L-E-N-I-T-E. It's really inexpensive. Um, You can find it at your local metaphysical shops. You can find it on Amazon, Etsy, and you can drop pieces of selenite in your bath water. And that will also help to clean and clear your energy. You know, I always say to people that are starting a business, regardless of where you're at in the process, 
you will make time for what it is that you want to do. And if it's a priority, you're going to make it happen. And so you've got to schedule time on your calendar. I have a color-coded calendar. And you've got to schedule times for the things that matter to you, that are going to get you over the finish line. And if you're feeling a bit distracted or you're feeling like you're not getting there, I would encourage them to go back to their why. Why did you start the company? Who are you helping and why is that so important? You know, how are you feeling fulfilled by doing the work that you're doing? So if you anchor back into why you started it, it should give you some extra momentum. But a lot of folks, because I, I work with clients all over the world, and a lot of them are business owners or they're starting their own businesses. And a lot of them get distracted, they create delays, they procrastinate, and it's a form of self-sabotage. Yeah. And so if they can get really clear on why they're self-sabotaging, then you can heal that, release that, and move forward. But I found that with any relationship, even that of a business relationship between you and another person, the relationship between you and your business, it's going to bring up things that are going to trigger you. And we have to 100% own our own emotions and how we're feeling because those are ours. But they're also some of the greatest gifts because if we can sit with how we're feeling and understand why we're feeling that and keep peeling back the layers to that, it will set us free in new ways that most people have not experienced yet or they haven't experienced the full potential of what that healing and that release can bring to themselves and their businesses. Yeah. It's really funny that you mentioned the business aspect because that's literally going to be my next question. I know you work with people from a business perspective too, not just on like guidance from like a tarot or like a intuitive spiritual perspective. I mean, they're all one and the same, but I'm glad you touched on that. But one thing I do want to touch on regarding business and all of that is in business, you have like the rational part of things. And I know this is for you too, right? You have to make sure the Zoom calls are set up for your meditation. You have to make sure the emails go out you're making the sales and like the products are there and like all of these very robotic, maybe not so fun things. And then you have the pure joy things, the things that actually make you excited. Like when you speak with people one-on-one, when maybe you do your pick a card sessions, things like that. How do you still find joy and excitement in the mundane things? And how has you being kind of connected to this other realm and these other things helped you in your business or for other people? Yeah. I mean, I think that the mundane, I actually really like task oriented things. So I like getting the emails ready and scheduling the text messages. And I like that stuff. I like the administrative piece of it because I see it as the vehicle. The more I can dial in the different pieces of the company, the more I can get marketing in the way that I want it done, the way I can tell the story, the way I want it done. It helps me achieve my why. Because I really believe that I came into this lifetime to be of service to people while also keeping my own boundaries and self-worth in check. I see all of those little tasks as a way to get my why accomplished. You know, it's all spokes off of the wheel. So if we can start to see our businesses as thriving engines and that each spoke of the wheel applies to the next spoke of the wheel, then it works together more cohesively and it makes your company operate a little bit better. So I think it's just a shift in perspective of why each piece is important and also really sitting down as a business owner or when you're starting a business plan 
and draw out the picture of the wheel and what are the spokes and how do they work together? Because I've seen so many people, especially the entrepreneurs that I coach, and if they're starting a new business and they say, okay, here's what I want to do and I want to do this and this and this. And I'm like, wait a second, those don't even like line up together. What are you trying to do here? So I always tell people, you have to start just very simplified, pick one thing that you want to do and do it really well and then start building on that. A lot of entrepreneurs try to scale too quickly and their messaging gets really convoluted and it's very confusing. So definitely start simple and remember that everything should be working together and one piece complements the next piece. Yeah. I can understand that, (laughs) especially with entrepreneurs. We're naturally very creative and it's normal for us because we think in the way of being of service, providing value and like being problem solvers, that there are so many problems in this world that we feel like we could help solve or provide some insight on. So I think sometimes it's hard to like pull back the reins and just focus on one things when there's so much we want to do. Yeah. People get excited. You know, I talk about selecting a target, you know, client avatar and having a niche and not like being everyone to everything. Because if you do, you're going to get so lost. But people will say to me, oh, but I want to help everyone. I'm like, I understand. But from a marketing perspective and having focused energy to attract a client to you, you have to narrow it down. That's part of that secret ingredient of having a business. Did it take you a while to kind of like figure out your messaging and tweaking it a bit? Because realistically, you having the gifts that you have, in theory, you could help probably everyone who's willing to accept the help. But how do you know what things worked, what didn't? What was your process like? Did it take a while or did you just intuitively have the hit? What did that look like for you? I mean, lucky for me, my spirit team, which consists of guides and angels and ancestors who have passed away. I mean, I have a lot of beings on the other side that help me, (laughs) which is amazing. And they'll give me business downloads. Like I'll wake up some mornings and they'll say, okay, here's what you're going to do next, which has been really great. But that hasn't always been the case. And I know that they intentionally kind of took a step back energetically from me while I was starting, you know, six years ago, because they wanted me to figure some of this stuff out. The key to being a successful entrepreneur is understanding how to be flexible, pay attention to what's working and what's not working, and then being able to pivot. If you can successfully pivot as a business owner, you will be successful because you'll keep reworking it and figuring out and adjusting as needed. And that's been one of the keys to my success is that I listened to what was working and what wasn't working for not only me, but for the clients. You know, I've had to tweak things over the years because people would start to come to me because they wanted me to tell them what to do. And it started to like rub me the wrong way. Now I understand I'm a psychic medium. That is part of the job. But I understood after a few years of doing this kind of work that what I really wanted was to help people understand the energy, where they were holding themselves back, but then help them to really grasp what to do next. And so I'm very much an action-oriented, future forward-thinking person. And so I had to get very clear that the person I wanted to attract into my community, the people I wanted to work with one-on-one as clients are the people that, yes, that's great. They want to understand, but they also want to take accountability and do the work on themselves so that they can activate the future that they want. I'm really not the person that you call on like a psychic hotline to say, Hey, is so-and-so cheating on me? Am I going to get fucked? You know, like, Am I going to get fired from my job? That's not me. But there are psychics that that's what they align with, which is fine. 
I'm more like, let's look at it. Let's be really brutally honest and let's figure out what you need to do next. That only came through experience though. So it's really important that the entrepreneurs out there and those that are starting these businesses, you've really got to be okay and patient and loving with yourself to understand it's going to be a process. And there's going to be things that you learn that are going to pivot and shape the way your company. But if you think you're just going to stay hard and fast to what you're doing right now, and you're not going to change or adjust, you're probably in for a bumpy ride because you're going to have to pivot with what's happening culturally. Maybe it's globally or in your own community. You know, what are people going through? How is the day-to-day life changing and shifting? We're going through as a society, so many changes that are affecting us in multiple ways that companies have to figure out ways to adjust to that and to serve the needs of the new way of being alive or companies will not thrive. They'll, they'll die off like dinosaurs because you didn't stay current with what's actually going on. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. But now that you've touched on that, can you actually get into some of the predictions you have for like maybe the next six months or so or anything now in like a post-COVID world? Because obviously it's still chaotic. And I think for a lot of people who are in this place of they want to transition and they want to do good in their lives and they want to change the trajectory of their lives just because of the reality of COVID, they're also hesitant because things are so crazy. Like they don't know, is this the time to pull the trigger or do I need to wait until things simmer down? They're going to be waiting a while for things to simmer down. Um, (laughs) So I'd say grab the bull by the horns and do what you want to do. Like I would not be waiting any longer for anyone else to give you permission. When I look out at the energy for this decade, I've seen that there is a big energetic shift in 2025. Now that is another three and a half years away. So for the next three and a half years, I actually feel a lot of volatility. I do a weekly YouTube show where I talk about the energy of the week ahead. And I feel like I just keep talking about the volatility and the anchor and how it's showing up in the collective energy and to trust your intuition. Yeah, but those calls are like so freaking helpful. Let me tell you, every time I get on one of those pick a card calls or any of the ones where we dive into the energy for the week, I feel so much more prepared and I actually make better decisions because you basically give me a heads up like for the week, okay, this is something I should be cautious about. And it ends up being true and I make better decisions. So it's scary and it is volatile every week, but it helps a lot when you have people like you who can guide us. Well, thank you. And and I appreciate that testimonial. But yeah, I mean, imagine like we're the ones that are paying attention. We're watching the energy. We're talking about the energy. Today's video, for example, for Sparkplug members, it was 45 minutes long. And it was taking a deeper dive into the energy and what's coming up and looking at some of the things that unfortunately I can't say on mainstream social media anymore because censorship is real. And so I had to take it offline and put it in my own member portal because I want to make sure that I'm still sharing that information with people because it's so volatile. So I would tell anybody listening to this, like, do what it is that you feel you need to do because you're going to be waiting a long time. And it feels like if you are stuck where you're at right now and you're not making choices, I feel like the energy is going to bulldoze you right over. There's a huge astrological aspect. I'm not an astrologer, but I like to study it. I like to read about it. And we have a huge aspect this year where we've already been hit twice by it. And we're going to get hit one more time actually on Christmas Eve. And that is like 
the major, major pivot point in our lives where in December, it's really an energy that hits us like December and January, where we are going to be sitting with our lives, making huge decisions. So what I'm sensing for these next six months, people leaving their jobs, even the ones who got invited back to the office, or those people that just took a job because they felt like they had to take it, they're going to be feeling very uncomfortable because they're going to realize that that's not what they wanted to do, but they did it out of fear. So fear is going to start bubbling up to the surface where we're going to be having to look at these decisions and choices we've made over the last several years where we're going to be forced to make different choices. So I see a lot of relationships ending both in business as well as divorces or long-term partnerships. People are going to say, you know what? I thought that's what I wanted, but I don't. So they're going to be standing up for themselves. It's this major fork in the road where you're either going to go into that old energy you've been sitting with and you're going to stay there and it's going to feel very stagnant. Or you're going to say, you know what, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm going to make that choice and I'm going to do it. It's very much this energy that my spirit team has been showing me for months, probably close to eight months now. They started coming in and saying that we are entering a period. This was, I think, in November of last year. They said, we're on a trajectory where people are going to have to decide, am I a prisoner of my own life or am I going to be a pioneer? So for like the last eight or nine months, I've been talking about you're either a prisoner or you're a pioneer. What are you going to do? It's either faith or it's fear. Which vibration are you in? Because you can only be in any of those at one time. So I always say, be a pioneer of your own life and choose faith over fear. So pioneer and faith. Otherwise, it's going to be bumpy. There's a lot of unrest, a lot of violent energy. I even have been seeing for months symbolism of civil war within the United States. There's a lot of people energetically who do not feel like they can trust government, media, anyone that's kind of been telling us what to do up to this point. There's a major distrust, this shift that's happening right now. So for these next, you know, five to six months, it's like a revolutionary energy of people saying, no, we're going to, we're going to fight back. And uh, I think there are going to be people that are going to start to take to the street. So I've been telling my Spark Club members, like, you've got to have food and water on hand. You've got to have whatever medical supplies you need. Basically, go through your home and understand where your candles are, where your matches are, and see through the eyes of, I don't have internet. I don't have power. I don't have the ability to, like, go to the grocery store. Like, do I have everything on hand? Because unfortunately, I see a lot more ransomware attacks coming up and larger scale ones where I do feel like they're eventually going to try to knock down power grids. I do get the sense that they are going to try to knock down the internet as we know it. So go through your home and figure out you know, what it is that you need and what you don't have and get that stuff lined up now. Wow. A little scary. <laughs> We are at a huge crossroad. And that's why I looked and asked Spirit, like, okay, well, when does this change? And they said 2025. So three and a half years. But I also know that astrologically speaking, the energy that we are entering right now as a major, major, major energy is the same energy that happened when America formed as a country. So all of that fighting, all of the unrest, all of the, okay, what are we going to do now? And it hasn't happened until now from when America was first born. 
So this is like our rebirth. Like we are going to really change a lot about our money, banking, real estate. I really feel like so many things that we know about the United States of America will be changing in these next few years. So of all this, like what's the silver lining in it? Because I think from my perspective, for people who are like quitting corporate and like trying to find their passion and like be of service to people versus like profit over people, the benefit is that I think we're going to have more value-based businesses that are helping people versus like these giant organizations or people who aren't doing the right thing. But with that being said, there's also right a lot of question because that would change everything, kind of what you're talking about of the way that we do business how we operate, it would change completely, like everything. So, I mean, what are the good things that would come out of this? Like, what do we have to look forward for, basically? Because it seems like it's all going to shit, basically. Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, from a spiritual perspective, I actually believe that we all signed up to be alive right now. And my mentor, Brenda, that I mentioned at the top of the podcast, she and I had a conversation a few years back. And she said that on the other side, where we all come from, like we're basically all just here on earth making our way back home, that she said to me that there were 10 spirits, 10 people, 10 souls that all wanted to come in right now for this point in time because of everything that was going to happen. It was going to be so rich with lessons and soul evolution and growth and humanity and coming together and figuring things out that 10 people wanted to come in and they said, all right, Gabby, you're it. All right, Delisa, you're it. Like you're going in. So we're the ones that were selected to come in right here, right now for the best shot at actually moving and changing and pivoting all of the energy into that of the collective, of that of helping people, of being good stewards of the community. But yeah, I I do. I see it all changing. But whether you're in a quote unquote safe full-time job or you're starting a company, it's going to change for everybody. So I would say do what actually makes you happy rather than doing what you think you should do because all of it's going to be up for movement and change. So you might as well just do what you like. I mean, I've even seen the currency of money shifting in the years ahead where it feels like it's not going to be so much like dollar for dollar, but more of like a bartering. Okay, well, then if you're bartering, then absolutely have a business or a service or a product that people are going to need or people are going to want because you can trade. So I would just say, do what you want rather than be paralyzed by the fear of everything changing because it's going to change regardless if you start your business or not. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. It's also a relief to hear someone kind of confirm like, this is normal. This is part of the process. There are good things coming. It's scary. It will continue to be scary, but that doesn't mean it's going to be like this for basically the rest of our lives. It's just a moment of time. It's a moment of time, but it's going to be a moment of time that none of us will ever forget. And it's going to shape future generations for hundreds of years. I mean, that's really the time period that we're in right now. And I think it's exciting that we're alive right now because this is just one lifetime, a part of our own soul's evolution and growth. And then we get to go back home. And so treat it like this kind of playground of sorts where everyone is playing a part for other people. We're all actors on a stage. So what do you come here to learn? Because this is a school and earth is one of the hardest schools you could sign up for. And so you're here. So what are you learning? What are you doing to grow yourself? How are you giving back to other people? How are you being a good human being and make the best of it? This is all just temporary. It's all temporary. So even if you live one more year or a hundred more years, it is all temporary and you just go back and then you review everything you just did on earth school. 
and you have your review and you just keep learning and growing. It's, it's a, it's a constant evolution, but I mean, what a heck of a time that we're alive. And I think it all is going back to where we're headed. And I do think that humanity will have brighter days ahead because we're going to figure this out in the coming years of what does work and how do communities work together and how do we listen to other people, especially when they're not of our own perspective. So it's going to be bringing people together, but we haven't had the breakdown before we get to the breakthrough yet. We are in the tunnel going to the breakdown, but uh, we still have quite a ways to go before we hit that mark. Yeah. But at least it's, you know, it's within distance. Like, Three years really doesn't seem that much when you've been on this earth for X amount of years. Like I've almost been on this earth for 30 years. What's three years? You know? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just keep going. Yeah, exactly. And I also like the way that you framed it that we're basically here for like schooling, like we're learning lessons because it kind of takes the pressure off of us for making us feel like we have to have it all figured out, that we need to have a purpose and a plan and action, and we need to be this great big thing when in reality, it's just a culmination of a ton of different things and experimenting. And like, it's all part of a process. It's not one size fits all. It's not, you're going to find the answer today and that's it. Like it's a collective over the span of whatever, 60 to hundred years of lessons. Right. And, and my question that I would have each of your listeners really ponder, if they think of it as earth school, then sit with yourself, go do a meditation, get your journal out and ask yourself, why did I come down right now? Why am I in a human body in this time right now? Why did I come here? And that will really help them to understand their why. Because maybe they find out a truth about themselves that they hadn't really thought about before. And that helps to drive their business or a company that they want to start. So I think that if you can get really clear on why you feel you came down right here and right now and be really honest with yourself as scary or as frightening as it might be, if you can figure that out, it will open all kinds of doors. Yeah, I love that. I'm definitely going to try that later, (laughs) asking the questions. So I know you sprinkled in so many gold nuggets, especially with kind of like what you just talked about at Earth School and all of it. But what I like to do with every podcast when I wrap it up is I always like to ask my guests as a parting token, if you could give advice to your younger self, what would that be? Don't give a crap what anyone else thinks about you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and that sounds so simple, but I have learned so many things about self-worth and self-value. No one's going to give that to you. Yeah, People can tell you you're great. They can give you compliments, but it's something that you actually have to take internally and understand and feel it for yourself. Once you know your worth, it will completely change the way you run your business It will change the way that you enter into romantic relationships because we attract what we are. And so if there's anything inside of us that feels like there's a gap in our own worth, our own belief in ourselves, we will continue to attract people and situations that will show us where there's the gap so that we can learn the lesson that we need to learn there. So once you truly, in a healthy, beautiful way, value yourself and your boundaries 100%, and you own it each and every day, you will find that everything around you shifts and the opportunities and people that will start to become more magnetized into your life will happen very, very quickly. But that is the one thing I would tell her is like, believe in yourself. And it's something that you have to figure out for yourself. Yeah. 
I love that. And I know, especially for a lot of people who I talk to who are like starting their own businesses and kind of doing something that's a little different, like deviating from the path, the idea of self-worth once you take yourself out of corporate is kind of like really scary and you're not really sure where it goes or like what you're supposed to be doing. So I think that it's very, very helpful for me personally. And I know a lot of listeners will find it helpful too. Well, yeah, you never really know what's going to happen. I mean, you could have somebody like me or somebody on my team, like look at your energy and all that, but like you should really just do what makes you happy because your day-to-day job really isn't safe. Safety is an illusion. Mm-hmm. So why not do what you actually like to do and figure it out instead of feeling like you have to be trapped in a paradigm of what everyone else wants for you? I think it's time we all start living life based on what we actually want versus what other people want for us. Definitely. I think that's where we're headed. So I think, I think we're moving in a good direction. <laughs> Me too. So this has been awesome. I am really excited for everyone to listen to this. I hope they get a lot out of it. Well, actually, I know they're going to get out a lot out of it. But for people who are listening, Delisa, where can they find you? How can they get involved? What about the Spark Plug group? Can you kind of touch on that? Yeah. So Spirit and Spark, I'll spell out spiritandspark.com is where you can find all the information about myself, my team, also the Spark Plug. Uh, for everybody listening to this podcast today, if you click on the tab, the Spark Plug, and at the bottom of the page, just click to sign up and you get a free 30-day trial for listening to this podcast. You use the coupon code corporate, the word corporate, and you'll get a 30-day free trial and you can join our community and get my exclusive videos and all the perks and freebies that we have for members, which have been mentioned in this podcast today. YouTube, if you want the Monday uh, weekly energy forecast, uh, go to YouTube and search for Spirit and Spark TV. And definitely on uh, Facebook and Instagram, it's under Spirit and Spark, all spelled out. Thank you so much. And for anyone who's listening, I, like I said in the beginning, I have loved the Spark Plug and will continue to be a member. It's been extremely helpful, especially as I navigate business in my own personal life. So highly recommend you checking it out. Also, for those of you who are looking for more about Delisa, you can go to corporatequitter.com. She's going to have her own page with all the details from this episode and you can click the links and go about it that way too. Beautiful. Well, thanks, Gabby. This has been great. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. 